Welcome to the SciDef Cybersecurity Podcast. I'm your host, Raymond Evans, and this is my co-host, Michael Fairweather. We're here to provide you with the cybersecurity news that matters to help you in the cyber realm. We are proud members of the Pod Bros Podcast Network. Check them out at podbros.com. All right, let's get this thing started then. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to the SciDef Cybersecurity Podcast. This is Minicast 11. Um, we had Minicast 10 a couple weeks ago. However, things such as tornadoes and uh, work trips and some other things had come up and have prevented us from getting any new episodes out recently. But some cool things have happened since the last time that we recorded. We were listed as Digital Guardians, uh, one of their top, uh, what was it? 35. 35. Top 35 cybersecurity podcasts. Uh, which, which is, is amazing. Yeah, which is pretty cool that that happened. But this week's episode is actually a giveaway episode, which is pretty cool. We have Route9B giving away some swag this week. Uh, and, yeah, one of these awesome <laughs> Route9B t-shirts. They also got some writing on the back. So if you want to win one of these shirts, go to our website. Uh, we have a giveaway section there with a little cryptography puzzle so if you go and figure out that cryptography puzzle then you will be entered to uh, win one of these t-shirts and some other swag we also got some stuff here like um, some notebooks and some root 9b stickers and some pens and some lanyards and yeah yeah we got all kinds of swag here from root 9b so again go to our website Go to the uh, the giveaway section and figure out that puzzle. How you been, Michael? Since the last time I saw you, I'm doing doing pretty good. Um, as you can see, the room, my office is a mess. We've been doing some rearranging at the house, and um, you know because this is the room that nobody sleeps in or lives in, except for me to to, to work in every once in a while. It has uh, been destroyed, so I apologize to everybody watching. Um, it should be clean the next time. The rest of the house is clean because everything ended up here. Other than that, doing good. We, uh, like you said earlier, we we kind of had some problems with episode ten. Uh, we had tornadoes. I'm, I'm in San, San Antonio, and we had some tornadoes come through the area, so I kind of put a hold on that. But other than that, doing well. I got a new chair, which is nice. I'm not leaning way back. My old chair was broken, so in, in previous live streams you, you would see i sat really far back away from the camera um and it was kind of annoying because I, I was <laughs> i was really far away in the in the image and whatnot so nice yeah happy i have a new chair <laughs> uh we're going to talk about a couple different things today uh, one of the things we're going to talk about is uh some android um, malware that was found on 36 high-end different devices. And then, Michael, what do you got for us? We're going to talk about the uh, secure messaging app, uh, Confide, um, that's used by the White, some of the White House aides, um, as well as obviously other people, um, and how it is uh, vulnerable. 
It's vulnerable. It is. It's a secure messaging app that's vulnerable. Doesn't sound so secure to me anymore. Not so secure. You know, it's a good secure messaging app. Signal. Signal. Signal's excellent. Yes. Until we find out next week that it's not. God, that would really suck. <laughs> that would suck. This week it's secure, and that's what we use. For this week, at least. <laughs> this week. Yeah. All right. So, first story we're going to hop into here is uh, I haven't talked first in a little while. So, I'm going to hop yeah. in and. Uh, last time, didn't I? What was that? I said, yeah, I did that last last time, didn't I? That last time, and the time before, and the time before. I've been kind of off with the podcasting game. Been really tired whenever we're recording and stuff, so I've just been like, you know what? I'm gonna let Michael take the lead. Well, I appreciate it. It's it's definitely nice to switch it up every once in a while. But, but I, I had will like happily give the reins back to you. I had like 11 hours of sleep last night, so right I'm on. good. You had a coma. I did. All right. All right, man. We'll take it away. All right. So, like I said before, what I'm going to be talking about is some Android uh, malware that's been found on 36 high-end different uh, different high-end smartphones. So, there was uh, some manufacturing companies such as Samsung, LG, Xiaomi, Asus, Nexus, um, Oppo, and Lenovo were being distributed by two unidentified companies, and they were found to be preloaded with malware. Which is kind of crazy, you know, getting a device from a distributor and having malware on it. Yeah. They were identified by Checkpoint, and two different families of malware were found on there. First was Loki, and then the other one is S-Locker. Now, if you've never heard of Loki before, Loki's a little nasty piece of malware, and it actually sends uh, a good bit of information back about you to the individual who um, has exploited your phone. So it'll send things like MAC address back, the IMSI identifier, the IMEI identifier, screen resolution, uh, device model, device manufacturer, version of the firmware, serial number of the device. It'll also send back a version of configuration file. Um, It's able to do some remote stuff, such as download and delete applications, kill processes, display notifications. Yeah, just all around nasty. (laughs) Loki is a bad piece of malware to have on your device because basically it's able to see everything and do everything and you are fucked. (laughs) Plain and simple. (laughs) You got Loki. There you go. Well, you got fucked. Best way to say it, and it came pre and it came preloaded. It did. It did come preloaded. Um, and then the other piece of malware that was identified on it was the S Locker, and S Locker is a mobile ransomware that locks the victim's device uh, for ransom, and it communicates through Tor in order to hide uh, the identity of the operator. One controls everything, and one locks everything down. That's that's a fantastic phone for you to get. Right out the box. <laughs> Hi, here's your uh, Galaxy Note 2, or LG G4. Now it's a brick. So I see that as Yay. being two different business models. Not that it should be, but it could be. So the person who is using the Loki, the Loki uh, malware has all your information, and you find out that it's been locked by the S-Locker. So it's ran- been ransomed off. The Loki guys could come back and say, hey... 
We have your information. Don't pay S Locker, guys. Pay us. See, to I can me, see some competition going on. To me, it would sound something like um, they would use Loki as a source of uh, reconnaissance. You know, I'd be able to look at, hey, who's using this device? Maybe look at some of their their bank information that they may be doing on their device and be like, oh, this is a really rich guy. Let's lock his device for a lot of money. Absolutely. All right, I like that idea better. If you could lock out a whole bunch of people and they do nothing, that sucks. But if you can help one guy that has a whole bunch of money and also potentially blackmail him with some stuff, that's a lot better. <laughs> I mean, it's horrible. It's horrible. It is horrible. But from a business standpoint, you know, if you're a bad guy, that's something you'd want to do probably. From a horrible <coughs> person who's written this malware and is using it, it's amazing. We, we From sound anybody like, else's standpoint, it's horrible. We sound like such assholes in our show. We're like, oh my god, this amazing malware. Let me tell you about how epically it pones people. It's so yeah, awesome, isn't it? <laughs> We do at least do – we have disclaimers at the end. Do we? Maybe not the end of the show. We talk about it though. We say we don't agree with it, what they're doing or how they're doing it or any of that thing. However – We should do a disclaimer the in there. Somebody, a pre-recorded yeah. disclaimer in the beginning of the show from now on. Disclaimer, disclaimer, disclaimer. We may say how awesome all this malware and uh, – all these hackers are, but do not attempt to recreate any of their stuff. Yes. Like the beginning of Jackass. Yes. Please do not send MTV videos. Are we the Jackass of cybersecurity podcasting? I, I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> hey, at least we'd have a shtick, you know? It would be a shtick. So, again, this malware is really nasty. It offers a, a backdoor, um, and they are... And the individual who accesses that backdoor has unrestricted access to the infected devices to be able to do whatever they want. So, yeah, this incident brings up um, a lot of concern about the supply chain because the items were apparently pre-installed with malware before they got to the distributors. However, it wasn't a standard part of the the android rom so somewhere between getting it from the factory to the distributor somewhere in between there they were infected with the the malware this uh malware is installed to the device's rom using system privileges so it's really hard to get rid of the infection Um, and in order to remove the malware you either have to get root and uninstall the malware apps which is pretty easy or if you don't know how to do that if you're an individual who is not that tech savvy you could just take your device um, to your uh, cell phone dealer and they'd be able to do what's called flashing to it and be able to completely rewrite the operating system on it for you and you're fixed yeah either one of those is a viable option now this isn't the first time we've seen this before um, this happened both back in December and um, as well as November um, of last year. Uh, and I think we had talked about it one of those times when it happened, I think. And I think we also put up a list of the devices from those times that were infected. 
Yeah, that was the um, the Ragantech firmware. Yeah, yeah, I think so. About. Yeah, so that was one of the um, the. the it's basically the firmware that's used in the low-cost Android devices, uh, you know, the stuff that you're going to get from Walmart or whatever, the really lower end. We had actually – we had talked about that back in November because um, that was Walmart. a rootkit that was uh, found pre-installed on about 3 million Android phones. So, you know, a couple. Just a few. Just a few. Yeah. <laughs> Not a big deal. 3 million, give or take. So if you're really paranoid about this being an issue um, and you're going out to buy a a new device, then um, just have your cell phone dealer right there before you even take it out of the store. Just have them just flash it and put a brand new OS on it for you. Uh, We will put up a list of the different devices that are affected by this, um, but there are some relatively popular devices that are on this list. Things like LG G4, Galaxy S7, uh, Galaxy Note 5, uh, Galaxy A5, um, Nexus Edge, 5. Tab, Nexus 5, yeah, Lenovo products. All, there's a big list of them, um, but we will put them in the show notes for you to check out. Yeah. So I thought Lenovo came with malware on it already. I, I just thought all Lenovo Lenovo came is malware. malware. Yeah, I I don't trust Lenovo products further than I can throw them. You can throw them pretty far. Yeah, and depending on how it is, you know, what it is, well, yeah, I guess it doesn't work. I can throw a phone pretty far. I don't trust Lenovo products. (laughs) Period. Let's just end it there. Let's just just go with that. Man. All right, Mike. We're doing well after a couple weeks off. I know, we are. We're like, we're on... We're on point. Thank you. Thank you, gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. All right, Mike. Why don't, you, uh, why don't you tell me about your story here? What's going on with Confide? So Confide just found out this week, you know, secure messaging app. Um, it's actually one of the apps that is used by White House staffers and uh, Capitol Hill. It turns out it's not as secure as the company claims. Um, one of the big thing. Um, that came out. Uh, there's actually been two separate researchers that have raised a red flag about the claims made by the company. Um, a company, IOActive, um, out of Seattle, actually discovered multiple critical vulnerabilities um, after a recent audit of the version. Uh, it's 1.4.2. Um, that's for Windows, Mac OS, and Android. Uh, the biggest thing with this is it allows altering of secret messages. Uh, So the flaws allow attackers to impersonate friendly contacts by hijacking an account session or guessing a password since the app has failed to prevent brute force attacks on account passwords, which is just amazing. Um, Has spy spy on contact details of confide users using real names, email addresses, and phone numbers. Um, Intercept a conversation and decrypt messages. Um, because the notification system didn't require any valid SSL server cer- server certificate to communicate. Basically, a man-in-the-middle attack uh, could potentially grab messages intended for a legitimate recipient. Um, it also altered the contents of a message or attachment in transit without first decrypting it, and then send malformed messages that can crash, slow, or otherwise disrupt the application, which... Is insane. 
the whole point of a critical, or not a critical, but of a, a secure messaging app is to not allow any of that stuff to happen, um, especially based off of the claims of the company. Um, that you know, the whole point of their company is that everything is encrypted; that even they can't read the messages, um, which also turns out to be false. What? Yeah. So the end-to-end encryption used in Confide um, is basically not even close to state of the art. Um, yeah, I heard it was kind of like end to middle to middle to end. Yeah. So the confide servers that they have can actually read the messages by performing a man in the middle attack of their own of their own and other security features of the app such as message deletion and screenshot prevention um, can also be defeated. Another researcher, uh, Quark's Lab, said the company server could generate its own key pair, meaning the company has the ability to transmit the public key to a client when requesting the public key of a recipient. The client then unknowingly encrypts a message that can be decrypted by the server. Um, and when the server, sent, server sends the message to the recipient, it is able to re-encrypt the message with its own key for the actual recipient. So the server itself is acting as a man in the middle taking the message, decrypting it, and then re-encrypting it for the next person, for the person receiving it. This, that doesn't sound shady at all. Not shady at all. And, and the awesome thing about it, as we stated at the beginning, is that the White House and Capitol Hill, as well as uh, DHS employees, are using it. There was a... The original re- uh, researchers, the uh, IO Active, used the weakness um, and allowed the researchers to gain access to more than 7,000 account records created over the span of two days. This was between February 22nd and 24th, um, which is out of a database of about 100,000 to a million records. In that two-day sample, the researchers were able to find um, associates to President Trump and several employees from the Department of Homeland Security um, who had been using the Confide app. Well, the important thing is they they attempt it to have some kind of secure app. Yeah, but if you is that really the important thing? Hey, I'm trying to give somebody some shadow over the doubt. This whole story sucks, and not the story <laughs> itself. The story is a good story, but like the hey, we have this awesome secure messaging app. Nobody will be able to ever break it. Oh, by the way, we can sit in the middle and listen to all the stuff and. Uh, if attackers really wanted to, they can impersonate friendly contacts and they can intercept conversations and decrypt the messages or they can alter the contents of the messages. Uh, you know, generally, you can't be safe with any of our any portion of our app. <laughs> but hey, at least somebody was trying to be secure. That That's the important thing here. I get what you're, what you're saying. Okay. Uh, I'm still going to say no. <laughs> that's... Yay, we're trying to be secure, except we're extremely not. Hey, they didn't know they weren't extremely not. <laughs> we didn't know we had a huge flaw in our in our extremely secure, unsecure system. We just thought we were secure. Just thought. Yeah. So, honestly, yeah, the big takeaway from this, um, I will say Confide has rolled out an updated version of the app. So, from the 1.4 to... Um, I'm, I haven't looked at the app, so I'm not sure what the newest version is. Um, but they have claimed that they fixed the critical issues um, and that there wasn't any incident of these flaws being exploited by any other party other than the researchers who actually brought it to light. But 
at the end of the day, if you're if you're going to be using a secure app, the messaging app, maybe not go with the one that's could perform man in the middle attacks on you from the beginning. So, what apps do you suggest instead, Michael? I personally use Signal, and as we talked before, I will continue to use Signal until something comes out saying to the contrary. So, uh, and if you want some secure email, a, a good for you to use as a proton mail uh, it's pretty cool too is that if um, you have a proton mail account and somebody else does not have a proton mail account but you still want to send somebody uh, an encrypted message you can actually send them an encrypted um, message with uh, kind of like a password setup so they can view the message uh, temporarily and uh, it's still secure <laughs> all right michael let's wrap this up here all right, so our first story we covered... Crap, what was the first thing we covered? We, uh, we talked about the uh, pre-installed malware. Oh, yeah, the pre-installed malware. See? So, yeah, pre-installed malware on Android devices. Um, if you are scared of this, if you don't want to be a victim to these two very terrible pieces of malware, um, at the store, just ask right then and there, hey, please flash this for me. And, yeah. And... Um, and they, the, the store can do it right there, and you don't have to worry about it. Um, and again, in our show notes, we will put the list of uh, possible affected devices. Yeah, and if for some reason the, the store cannot flash it right there for you, the other method is to actually root the phone and then delete the malware that way. So, two options. All right, Mike, what do we got about your story? What, what kind of uh, things we got for our listeners? Uh, so we, we talked about the Confide Secure, Not-So-Secure messaging app um, that has been used by White House staffers and uh, Capitol Hill. Basically, the software itself at the time uh, could actually do a man-in-the-middle attack, um, allowing the server and the company to view your secure messages, as well as allowing other people to uh, break into it because they did not have... Um, certain security things in place. So our suggestion there, don't use it. Use another secure message, you know, messaging app. Um, we use Signal. There are other ones out there, but that's the one that we use. Secure um, email, use ProtonMail or, or Mega or, you know, something like that. Yeah, there's lots of options out there. Um, you decide which one is best for you. However, you know, we, we will let you know what we use. Um, until we no longer use that. <laughs> because they get pwned as well. Because <laughs> they get pwned as well, yep. Um, and as always, if you don't follow us on Twitter, go ahead and follow us. I uh, can be found at Cydef, so that's at C-Y-D-E-F-E. Where can people find you, Mike? I am at Cydef, again, C-Y-D-E-F-E underscore Mike, M-I-K-E. That's with a that's with an I, a K, and an E, right? With an I, a K, and an E, yes. Okay, just, make, just making sure. Not like microphone, M-I-C. M-I-C-K-E-Y-M-O-U-S-E. Definitely not not Mickey Mouse. <laughs> All right, everybody. I was your co-host. I was your host, not co-host. Strike the reverse. It just <laughs> back it up. I'm starting to get tired. So I was your host uh, for this episode, Raymond Evans, and he was my fantabulous co-host. Michael Fairweather. Stay safe. Keep your network safe. 
And have a week. Have a week. Cybersecurity training has traditionally been really expensive and therefore too hard to come by for many people. The result of super high-priced training is a skill gap that has left the industry with over 1 million unfilled jobs, which is crazy. But CyberAware is working to change that. The cybersecurity training revolution has begun. Get free training courses and find jobs in the field at CyberAware.it. Employers looking for cybersecurity talent can also post jobs there. So again, free cybersecurity training and jobs at CyberAware.